Heads, and welcome to The League, exploring League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about The Eye of the Twilight Chen, who was released March 24th, 2010. Also, I'm in my PJs today. Oh, it's, cool. I'm wearing... It's comfy day. <laughs> I'm wearing my PJ bottoms. You don't see it. I, we could have gone the whole episode <laughs> without knowing that, but I did not I did not wear pants today, except, well, at least the ones... That, I didn't change my pants. The ones I slept in... Just went pants okay, all Mark. day. Yeah, whatever you want to... I'm naked. <laughs> Woody the Pooh in it over either. here. I went into the office and they... <laughs> Fucking mm. Donald Duck in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot today, you know? I don't even blame mm-hmm. you. You know, I'll fucking mm. tell you, man. <laughs> I like right. John. You held up your leg like me, too, as if you're not always wearing pajama pants. Every day. Literally always, this every day. what I wear to work every day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I wanted to feel included. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what does is, what is Shen sound like, everybody? We just listened to him, yeah. and it's already gone from my brain. Well, remember, like someone said, uh, just imagine what Shen sounds like. And <laughs> there it is. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> I find them unworthy. That was my best man voice. Oh, I'm great. sorry. I loved it. That's pretty good. I can't get that um, deep. With balanced steps. Well, oh, shit. Good. That was good. Damn. Yeah. I don't have a deep enough voice for this one either. No. Nope. Um, <clears throat> From the shadows. That was pretty good, huh? Yeah, it's good. It's about as best as your man voice. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. I Thank you. Good <laughs> Thank you. Mary Mark then. You didn't say anything about my man voice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're just so good at the yordles, John. You can't have everything, okay? You can't be good at all of the impressions. You have Heimerdinger. True. What more do you need? <laughs> yeah, that is true, right? That's like the crown jewel in your fucking life. Right? Here I am trying to prop you up. Uh, uh, Shen has a shit uh, ton of stuff. Not a shit. <laughs> I mean, he may have. Everybody poops. <laughs> but uh, on the universe page, he has a bio, a video, Tales of Runeterra, Runeterra Ionia, um, and three short stories and some old concept art. I always love when they have old right, concept art. Old co- also, is it a little like, too late to say Eye of the Toilet? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think this concept art is not that old because I think this is for his mm. his visual rework. Okay, but he looks fucking thick as hell. He in, looks like, so yes, thick. It's really funny. He's like a like a Final Fantasy VII version almost in one of them. <laughs> like the old little ah, uh, hilarious. Yeah, the, we get we get a lot of different shens. Over mm. the years and over mm-hmm. the mediums. <laughs> I don't know. He's just always got the same outfit on. Yeah. <laughs> he does always have the same outfit on. Well, you well, know. Well, no, sometimes. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he <laughs> takes off his mask and shit. Sometimes he's you know. naked. <laughs> no, he's not Darius. No. But... <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Right? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love it's like the second picture in the fan art thing, and I love yeah. it because it's like someone took you know, like when you resize an image but just the X, yes, and it's like, yes, oh. he's just like, <laughs> just, someone did this, yeah, and you're like, oh, fuck, how do I undo this? I'm never gonna look the same again. <laughs> it's like that, yeah. yeah. All right, well, Shen was a normal spirit boy in the mortal world i was very confused uh at first but once i started reading more about shen i understood a little bit more what they were talking about (laughs) (laughs) because the bio's really vague on it but uh shen's just he's just a normal boy in ionia but he could see into the spirit realm yeah kind of a little bit of both 
Um, hang on. I had a whole paragraph of, am I an idiot? What is going on here? Because <laughs> I just felt really bad about myself that I couldn't, I couldn't figure out, like, this first sentence, the whole first sentence of the bio, I was just lost. Anyway, uh, his daddy, Grant, great master, Kusho, was the Eye of the Twilight in the Kinko Order. We've talked about them a lot. Kinko? Kinko? Kinko. Kinko. God, why did I write Kinko? Kinko. The Kinko Order. They'll get all your copies made. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> the kinku order <laughs> i'm really i'm really goofing this one y'all i'm so sorry um this is why i'm in my jammies this is where i'm at mentally today yeah. anyway i'm gonna move this away from your knee oh, it's very okay. close and i hear it rumble every time your knee hits it okay i'm sorry rumbles here he trained <laughs> shen trained alongside his uh bestie zed the only one who could rival him Ooh. you know except, uh, yeah, they were eventually brought on to hunt a monster that turned out to be Jin. Kusho ordered Jin to be imprisoned. Shen and Zed thought that was a bit of a light punishment. Shen backed right. up uh, his dad, though, while Zed got all pissy. And I don't blame him. Cause, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, we, saw, we see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing all, like, those dead mutilated, like, bodies and finding out it was just, like, some guy <laughs> probably messes you up. Right? That's not even a demon. We can just kill this dude. It's He's fine. Just a dude. It's easy. <laughs> the shako or what it's like, no we can't kill him it's like no we can't look and you just look I'll do this guy <laughs> so it's easy. real easy <laughs> oh shit he's a champion what happened uh, fuck uh, respawn in the fountain <laughs> 30 seconds later uh noxus invades zed wants to fight but look like uh oh so many ionians kusho was like no it's fine just hang out it's gonna be okay uh, Zed left while Je- Shen traveled to like meditate on the road. Uh, one day he went back home and the place was wrecked and his father was dead as far <laughs> as he knows and it was all Zed's fault. Uh, Shen took his father's title as the Eye of the Twilight, gathered up the surviving Kinku to rebuild. I wrote it right that time. <laughs> uh, Naxus was pushed out of Ionia and Shen took on a Akali for training around this time or sometime. I don't know. Shortly after she took over her mother's role as the Fist of Shadow, she left saying that she did not support Shen's ways of sitting Inaction, around, meditating, yeah, inaction, hanging out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where we leave him. He's feeling torn on what's right and whether or not he's cut out for this shit. Like, like I don't know if I want this job anymore. Yeah, yeah that's how Shen. we feeling? <laughs> Well done. I don't know. Yeah. I, they did. So, like, this story, if this was your introduction to the Kinku, which, I mean, Shen would be a good introduction to the Kinku, right? I think. You'd think um, so. <laughs> in his bio, they immediately just jump out with, like, the, he knew the necessity of pruning the tree, the determination of coursing mm. the sun, but above all, he learned the wisdom of watching the stars. And they do not fucking elaborate. Like, we know what that means. Kind of. From other stories and shit. Yeah. But they just kind of put it out there. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It had been a minute even. I was like, oh, yeah, the pruning the tree yeah, and the course yeah. in the Yeah, I remember this. It's been fucking, God, Kenan, I think was the last time we were talking right. about this shit. Yeah, I think so. It's wild. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, you're right, though. Like, he should be, he's the guy. He's the kinku <laughs> dude. He should be the one who's like, here's <laughs> the, the dude. You know what I would love, frankly? Because I think something we're going to run into, at least I ran into with Shen, is that He's all about balance, but what that means is so nebulous and never defined. Right. Yes, that's my that's problem. Crazy. Yeah. That should be like sentence one. That's like some confusing riddle about whether or not he's a spirit boy or whatever. But like, 
<laughs> Thank you. It's not me, right? Was it just me? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it means different things at at different points. Yes, which if, if based it, on different people. If it was th- if that was more part of his lore, like he's starting to not understand what balance means, then I think that would make sense. But I feel like that's not really what they're doing. At least not intentionally. I don't know. I think it probably has to do with the fact that the bio was written by Michael Luo. True Neutral was written by John O'Brien. The meal uh, with mm. the man with the steel cane was written by Odin Austin Schaefer. Um, there's a lot of people contributing to what balance means for the kinku, and maybe mm-hmm. they're not all fully aligned. <laughs> sure, yeah, and I think I think Odin Austin Schaefer wrote the comic too, and uh, which I guess makes sense because the steel cane is referenced in the comic anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I was going to mention that as well. Is that we've got a little issue of like authors not. No one at Riot set again. Riot, please get them all in the room. Get Mark and Brandon in there and just be like, "Okay, what is balance?" Question mark. Like a Mark and Brandon have to be involved in this, right? I don't know. I just, they need to. Like, they retired stamp, like ten years right? ago. <laughs> just They're get them back in wood. here. We got one more job. We got to figure out what the fuck balance means. Right. Every time we get out, they keep pulling us back in again. <laughs> They're just laying awake at three in the morning. What is balance? I mean, you know, like you said, the idea of Shin grappling with that um, would be a more interesting turn for his character. And I think would, I think something else we'll see is that it feels like to me the comic stands so stark from the rest of the lore uh, that that would be more in line with how he's depicted in the comic. And I think that's a more interesting character and thing for him to be grappling with rather than being like this smooth operator who's just like I'm the twilight guy and I got it no problem (laughs) not Robert Pattinson Mm -hmm. but like you know (laughs) (laughs) he's so sparkly (laughs) yeah because I like at one point in the comic I know they were when they were having the whole like oh we should kill this dude he's like well no he's not a demon right he's just a dude who's killing other people. So that's not disrupting the balance of the spirit realm versus the human realm. It's just a human being shitty. Um, But like then when Noxus comes and Noxus is also killing people, but then also causing a ton of harm to the spirit realm, as we see in like all the other stories, like it seems like that is something that just uh, undisputedly like no Noxus is really fucking up the balance and we know you're not above fighting like you send Ken yeah. you send Ken into that monastery with the express purpose of murdering those monks if they aren't willing to fucking <laughs> back down like you'll murder folks like it seems like Noxus is a great target for that shit <laughs> yeah y- yes <laughs> yes right it's, it's, it's frustrating it's very frustrating to try and grapple with it because it just feels like it's like we said it's kind of um fair weather in terms of what balance means and it i don't know there are sometimes things like that that's like we don't know the details we don't know exactly what people think it means but it doesn't matter but for shen it is like such a driving for like everybody him zed kali it's such a driving force in terms of like why they make decisions that we really need to know what the fuck it is and it means (laughs) you know and i get that there's something fun about it's a complex thorny issue that like there's no clear way through and how do we as people and, and like the Ionia figure out how we deal with the situation, right? That's the, that's Ionia's whole deal is like figuring out how they, they deal. Um, but I'd like a little more guidance from Riot, please. Please. Yeah. Please. It's also, it, it's starting to get tiring how often we've read and then Noxus invaded and this person wanted to fight 
But this person was like, no, we don't do that. We're in Ionia. <laughs> it's just been so many times now. Right? Like, it's it's not... Like, it's got, you know, one of those World War II parallels to, like, oh, you know, Poland remaining neutral. But, like, you know, it's not that they're attacking other areas and Ionia's like, we shouldn't get involved. Like, they're attacking you. <laughs> you can't you not get involved. <laughs> You mean Switzerland? Yeah, I don't think you meant Poland, honey. Yeah. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just making I'm making sure I've got the... But Poland okay. for sure was very invaded. <laughs> super invaded. <laughs> they were super invaded. It was it was really bad. <laughs> it's the whole thing. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, though, right? And I, like, I, I don't know. I, it's... It's the it's the conflict. It is the thing that is Ionia. It defines it. And so, on the one hand... It kind of makes sense that it should kind of touch everyone who's there and how that thing affected their lives. But there's a lot of different stories you could probably tell that are not just do we fight or do we not fight, right? Like It's like kind of like you're saying, Rebecca, that's the only thing we see a lot of. Whereas there's probably a lot of yeah. different uh, things. Uh, or yeah. I wish that other groups were thought of a different way to get involved. It's like we're not going to fight, but we're going to do this instead. But I feel like every time it's just like we will sit here and contemplate or i don't know what they decide to do but they're just like no we don't fight we just what wait like what's your plan are you just gonna wait until they get there and then just sit and die like i don't get what the plan is for like all of the groups who say that they don't fight i mean honestly the only one that seems like he even fucking had a plan was shen's dad (laughs) his plan was kind of shitty but you know it probably would have worked yeah Yeah. (laughs) what was his plan sell yeah, arms we'll to the, the people oh, in right, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. it's a whole thing right it's a whole it's kind of, of a baddie <laughs> yeah he's kind you know. of a, yeah yeah but you're right though he had he he had a plan right zed kind of has a plan right and it's you know that's he's, he's got a plan i don't know if it's working per se but you know really yeah i don't know man I, it's a uh, I don't know. And, 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 you know, Shen is somebody who I would be kind of pretty comfortable with grappling with that specific topic about or with. Um, but it's, it's like you said, we just see it. We see it a lot and it starts to kind of lose its luster, you know? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I like this I quote know. in his bio, too, where he's like, how long can one man walk two worlds before the acts of one destroy the other? And like two things. First of all, like. We all know which one you're talking about. You know, <laughs> there's only one asshole here. <laughs> but two, it's not even necessarily the acts of one destroying the other. It's kind of the inaction of one destroying the other. Shen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you do you, boo. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I... I, you know what the thing about the Shen bio to me is that there's it, it reminds me the experience I had with a lot of Shen was like Jarvan, um, which if you've been listening, that's not like mm. a glowing, <laughs> that's not a ringing <laughs> endorsement. Um, but there's a lot in the bio that could probably warrant like a scene or or being shown. Like his split with Akali, I think would be something I'd like to see more of because it seems like they're still amicable. They still talk and shit. Yeah, and they, they tool around. Um, but. What was that like? What was that conversation and that confrontation like? Because it seems like she's really a, a, an important person to Shin, and he's important to her. Uh, so something other than just like a line in the bio that like, and then a colleague left, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. I think like there are. Shen shows up in a bunch of stories. There are 
I think probably several versions of Shen <laughs> that are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the bio version is one of them, though. <laughs> no, the bio's really not a great introduction to Shen. It's, I mean, it's or, hard. Cause yeah. it's, we go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. I have nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's kind of trying to do heavy lifting around the, explaining the Kinku, but not... <laughs> not success terribly like well it's like so maybe we could just i don't know it, it's i don't know man introducing without explaining <laughs> yeah that, that's like a way of describing it yeah but. yeah all right well the stories i guess um i have notes on true neutral because i don't have notes for the comic and i know that's long so i imagine you'll sure <laughs> which for the record we're talking about cool versions of shen True neutral. Very cool version of Shen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if you... I mean, yeah, they just took the Witcher and they just made him Shen. It's like... Honestly, they made oh my Shen God, the Witcher, I'm so glad right? you said that. I was like, is he just the Witcher? <laughs> like, no, I haven't seen... I haven't seen all of the Witcher, so I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's like bold-faced, like, like theft. It's not even, like, <laughs> <Really>? subtle. <laughs> I didn't notice. That's funny. Okay. I'm, I'm, it must have been pretty bold-faced, because I did see that one season of The Witcher once when it came out, and I still was like, this is like The Witcher. <laughs> the only thing you need is, like, Shen chugging a potion before he <laughs> goes into the sure. fight. Sure. He needs some stupid line about how he's got two swords, one for spirits and one for, you know, people, but they're both for monsters or whatever. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh. All right, uh, Shen arrives on the scene of a uh, shipwreck. A fisherman lost his crew there. They were killed pretty brutally by some spirit in the water. Shen figures out it's a demon. Before he goes to kill the demon, a holy man arrives with some acolytes. They're there to do, like, a cleansing ritual, is how they say it. And Shen is the, uh, they, there to help. They ask him if he's there to help. He does that mysterious man thing where he's just like, balance will be restored, and then he walks away. <laughs> They're like, what does that mean? Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Hey, come back and explain your... No? Okay, he's gone. What's great, though, is that normally you wouldn't get the point of view of that mysterious man. You'd be like the person <laughs> trying to do the cleansing ritual. Anyway, Shen finds the demon, draws his spear blade, but before he kills it, he starts hearing like these really horrible screams. So he poofs away, poof, and reappears back at the shipwreck where he sees the holy man is killing spirits. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. He's just like mutilating spirits into these black pools of hell. He's like, oh, these guys are here. They're probably responsible. Uh, yeah. He asks Shen if he wants a turn. <laughs> hey, you want a hit of this, bro? Kind of, that's kind of what he does. He's like, oh, you want to fuck this one up, bud? He's like, I left one for you. Uh, Shen puts away his spear blade, takes out the regular old steel blade, and we cut to black. At, you know, he murders him. Apparently. Probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's true neutral. That is true neutral. I one one thing that sticks out to me, and we'll we'll cover this again in the comic. He puts his spirit blade away mm-hmm. because that's for spirits, mm-hmm. and he takes out his steel blade, which is for people. Yeah. Now we're gonna have a watch uh, party <laughs> on the comic. To see how many times he ever uses his fucking steel blade. Or whether he just uses his spirit blade on everybody. Because that's all he's doing in the comic. It's spirit blade left and right. It looks cooler, John. killing anyone okay in the comic. (laughs) Actually, he could injure with the spirit Um, blade, but... (laughs) He hurts their soul. It just makes them feel like like bad. It's like cutting words for me. Yeah, I... uh, I felt, I, I mean, 
I don't know. It's from Shen's perspective, but I don't ever feel like I got the, a sense of what he is like in in his head or what he's feeling. Yeah, I, know he's, I had a, a big problem with that too. Where I'm like, I kind of like I get Shen's role a little bit in like this, you know, this group that they're creating, but who is Shen? <laughs> That, you know what what's his favorite Shen? day like you know what <laughs> you know i, I kind of like perfect I, date I, yeah your perfect date Shen. april 23rd thank you <laughs> um i can't remember or like I, I don't think i had as big a problem with that this kind of this sounded to me like the shen or at least like the eye of twilight that everyone kept describing but we never saw just yeah. like this passionless, emotionless, like do whatever the balance is. And like, it's, it's fine. Like, don't feel anything about it. Like that yeah. was kind of what this was. Um, I can vibe with that. But this is also this version of Shen, this bitch here. He would have joined the war. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, absolutely. <laughs> Again, it's, it's something that we're going to trip up with every, every piece that we look at, we're going to trip up on, <laughs> Like, does this make sense? Like, he is—he's killing somebody here, which is already like, okay, so Jen doesn't get killed because he's a person, but this dude gets killed, and I know there's some probably bullshit like riot. There's some redditor or rioter who wrote who wrote something about like, oh well, you know, he had to make the balance right with the ghosts or what the fuck ever. But it just doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. I like the, the Midichlorians. Yeah. <laughs> I like the twist at the end, but it's like, hey, you know something's going to happen with that holy guy the moment he shows up. Some fucking holy man shows up. That motherfucker's going to do something. It's never good news. (laughs) It's not good news. And then B, it's like, you know what? Anytime a holy man shows up in a horror movie, you know that shit's bad shit's going down. (laughs) There was no way this guy was going to come out of it like smelling like roses. And then, you know, it's like, and this to me needs like two or three more paragraphs of Shin giving a little bit more context around the decision he's making. And I would like, I'm fine with him being stoic and placid. I know he's like the emotionless guy, but maybe like a little bit of his internal monologue of like, you know, maybe he can in a distant way compartmentalize like and say, Oh, I can feel my emotions kind of rising up, but like I tamp them down. I know that this is something that's right to do. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just imagining that, that, a uh, gift from God what was the fucking movie the Edgar Wright movie and the guy's just cocking the oh. shotgun like shame that's, oh. that's the internal dialogue that, that I want hot for fuzz. yeah hot fuzz yeah. <laughs> for Shen in that moment sure yeah that movie's so fucking good <laughs> it is fucking good <laughs> yeah I just I need to know more about demons at this point too right so the demons just like sleeping under a tree. Are demons just like hanging out? Where do they come from? Are they worse than the holy man? I'm so confused. Yeah, it's like because Fiddlesticks is a demon, right? And that seems we shouldn't just let him wander around. Shit, if you have the opportunity to kill a Fiddlesticks, you do it, man. <laughs> well, you see, there's a couple different types of demons. They've I got know. The I've looked at the chart and, and the I don't understand con- it. Okay, <laughs> I don't understand the chart. I'm too stupid. <laughs> You see, there are six keys. Oh, don't pretend yeah, like you know right. what the fuck the keys There's are. Ten kings and And nine. Zoe. <laughs> so the first breath of creation, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sneezed out eight keys and eight demons. 
Yeah, it's like, but but that's a legitimate thing, though. It's like, maybe you could have killed the demon now, and you could have gone and dealt with the holy guy who's killing, like, <laughs> little, like, slimes or whatever. Like, <laughs> like he's just grinding, man. Like, come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to hit level 18. He's trying to learn cure-all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. So yeah, I don't know. Man, I've never felt so bad about grinding in a video game now. God damn. Yeah, I I did like the bit, like you said, where he's got like the the imp or whatever, like a pinata, and he's like, "Hey, you want to? We'll spin you around for the blindfold. It? It's full of lollipops. <laughs> They've got it on a leash, like they're like it's a pet mm-hmm. or something, right? Had That's real fun. big uh, fucking golem vibes. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. Mm. I did like in this story too, uh, the de- kind of the description of his alt. That was pretty cool. Yeah, like, to humans, mm. he was a ghost vanishing in the space between breaths to reappear many miles away. I like that. Or there poof, a, and we see that in the comic too. Yeah, there is one of the versions of the bio that's a bit older, um, where it talks about this moment, this thing where he was fighting some demon in Noxus and how like to onlookers it was just him blinking in and out of existence like getting more and more mm. wounded and they didn't know what the fuck was going on but he also saved the entire empire which I don't know about that last bit but the, the fight part sounded pretty cool <laughs> see yeah, it's interesting once again I have a completely different bio <laughs> I mean, this was this was like yeah I know I, I did find the one where he joins the league I had found that one too this one was probably mm. like an very- interim I don't know much about X-Men, but is this kind of very Nightcrawler a little bit? Oh, sure. He teleports? Um, That's kind of the vibe. I mean, it sounds like the spirit realm seems way friendlier than where That's Nightcrawler fair. goes. Nightcrawler <laughs> seems a little scarier. <laughs> I don't know. There's a bunch of demons. And, like, did you see that thing he thought fought in the fucking comics? That seemed pretty nasty. That was pretty cool. The fucking was, Demigorgon. Yeah, but like made out of scrolls and shit. It was pretty yeah. fucking cool. But it looks spooky. Yeah. It did look spooky. I don't want to kiss that thing. That's all I'll say. <laughs> you don't have. No one's asking no, you to kiss don't the demon. Kiss. I will not make out with that fucking demon. I don't care how long. All right, fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Twisted my arm. I'll make out with the scroll, Demogorgon. It's ink all over my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get down there. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> The man with the steel cane. That's what you have next in your notes, son. This is a Jin story, really. We talked about it in the Jin episode. Yeah. Uh, yes, and it's also like it. It kind of tells a lot of what's also told in the comic. Like yeah. It, it re- like the Shen portions of the story are, are kind of covered in the comic. Sure. Although we do have a Dumbledore, like quietly, whatever. You know that line from whatever from Goblet of Fire. Dumbledore asked calmly. You know oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one uh, of those. The <laughs> How was that? <laughs> God, are you the front man of System of a Down? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> God, that is probably what I sound like when I sing along to System of a Down, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Steel anyway. cane. No problem. Uh, it's a gin story. Gin is prepping some bullshit. Uh, for Shin's part, he is enjoying some delicious sounding fucking right, like ramen type situation. I don't know. Yeah. It's like mm. it's like some candied pork and some five spice broth. It sounded so good. 
Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that the last time we read this, and it's like, it still sounds delicious. That's a um, Ghibli description for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and Zed Pot comes in, and um, it's very. There's a ton of tension, and they're kind of doing this that that thing where like they're they're both experts, and they're they 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 know exactly how far each has to go to kill each other. And Zed's like a half a finger's breadth or whatever, just outside of killing distance. And and Zed will kind of Shin will kind of inch forward, and Zed will kind of inch back. And Zed is telling him, "Hey, uh, Jin has escaped because um, Shin wants to kill him, uh, but doesn't. And they don't fight or anything. And Zed essentially kind of convinces Shin to, um, hey, you need to come along and, and help me catch Jin because you're the only one who could who could do this. <laughs> We're the only ones who can get him. <laughs> and they, they quietly set their weapons down and don't fight or kill each other or anything." And, and meanwhile, Jin, and Jin is just sitting there like, ah, yes, it's all coming together. <laughs> My puppets. They're going to be friends again. I just know it. Right. That, was, that was the whole thing. That's what Jin I mean, was trying to do this whole time. You know, I, we'll talk about it with a comic. I read a very interesting comment painting some of Jin in a weird twist of ways almost being good in the comics. I mean, he's still like a mass murderer psychopath. Um, well, but, like, that he, we but all only, have our flaws. But only for the unnamed people we don't give a shit about. So yeah, who cares about nobody's. them? But he ships Shen and Zed, so really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 a pretty short bit. It's like a couple paragraphs for these two. Um, I do like... I, I was going to say, Shin, like, in terms of giving Shen good characterization, I thought the bit of him sitting... Because he gets this delicious sounding soup and he doesn't eat it. He just puts a spoon down because it's like, oh, you have to wait and be patient for the fat to like melt into the broth. And I was like, mm. oh, that's a, that's a, one of the better like little moments of characterization for like Shin that I found across a lot of this. But you know yeah. what? His patience got him an no empty soup. belly. Yeah. Cause then he's not even fucking hungry by the end of it. It's a and metaphor, man. Cold. The soup is Ionia. <laughs> <laughs> and Shen's just abandoning it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. Yeah, I I like when when Zed gets there. It's like Shen inched forward to the edge of his chair. I do not act because of vengeance. You defy the balance. For that you are damned. Like, yeah, okay, buddy. This is this is vengeance. You're not fucking fooling anybody here. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll talk about with the comic, but it's like I think in the comic he's a lot more upfront. Like, yeah, I'm. I, I right. shouldn't this do this. This is personal. But... <laughs> I'm a little too close to this, but I don't give a fuck. It's like, I can't, I think he says something like, I can't waste this opportunity or something like that. It's like, yeah, it's, it's more real, right? Than, than yeah. this kind of, like, if he was using it as an excuse or a lie or kind of deluding himself even, that would be, that could be something, but it's not. It's, I think we're supposed to take it very on the level that no, Shin's just super fucking calm, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Shen Zen, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Zen, also the ship name with Shed and Zed. Oh, yeah, because we'll just constantly get them. That, oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> I didn't prepare for that. I forgot that that's going to happen all the fucking time. But uh, you know what else I like about this little interaction um, is that I like Zed coming off as fucking, like, he shows up and he says, like, whatever, Jin's escaped or something like that, and it just describes him as looking, like, tired and haggard. Like, he's not, like, super anime cool or whatever. He's just fucking tired of doing shit. And I was like, that's the Zed I always picture. Is it a Zed who's tired? <laughs> he's just he <laughs> a fucking nap. I mean, didn't this... I'm trying to remember timelines in the comic, too. Wasn't this confrontation shortly after Zed also got 
a ton of his people fucking murdered after they stumbled upon uh, Jin's one of his killing sites. They're like, oh shit, this looks familiar. And then Jin pops out and just murders a bunch of them. Didn't that happen like kind of right before this? That's true. I don't know if this was written. I mean, this must have been written with that in in mind, I guess. But I, even more broadly, um, I always pictured Zed as as. Is, is I think he's a fun a fun guy. Uh, we'll be interested to see how the lore <laughs> shakes out. Um, just because it's like, yeah, he's a super villain, but there's a nice undercurrent of, you know, in the way we're kind of taking umbrage with Shin's inaction. Um, I like Zed as someone who kind of is like feeling doing things that they feel need to be done, even though they the work itself maybe kind of exhausts them in some ways. Yeah, which is kind of almost a mirror to what Shin could be going through if we could get some insight into his brain. Hmm. But uh, yeah. So next up, we've got the bow and the kunai. Yes, yeah. Joey. You. Lo- this was our first like really long story that we read for a colleague back in the day. way way mm-hmm. back, way back when when we knew so little about the lore. I think it's still the best introduction to the Kinku Order. Um, even though it's mostly about Akali. But I feel like if you want to know more about that whole group and what they're doing, or not what they're doing now, but how they got to where they are now, I think this is the best story for that. Yeah, you get great characterization of Kenan in here. You get great yeah. characterization of the useless side of Shen in mm. here. You get one cool action scene with him. But sure. uh, yeah, this, this, is a, this is a good introduction to where the Kinku's kind of at right now. Yeah, I guess. Or, well, you know, that's a good question or, in terms or maybe of maybe like, not right now. Yeah, um, it's a very transformative to period of time for them. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's so Shin's not in this a ton. Uh, I didn't actually write down what her name was for this one. The main POV character, Faye. Uh, Faye. Faye. Yes. Um, she is the daughter of Mame, um, who is the. So this takes place in the past, right? Um, this takes place pretty recently after Zed's done his whole traitorous thing. Slaughter. And yeah. Slaughter. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. <laughs> and and killed uh, Kusho and, and, and et cetera. So the Kinku is kind of in shambles, we might say. Shit's, shit's They're not right. piece themselves together. Yeah. Yeah. Very tenuous. Also, mm. also to clarify real quick, um... So, Faye no, no, wasn't no. Mayim's daughter, No, right? you're right. You're right. Yeah, I got it backwards. I, I didn't write down. Like, Akali is her daughter. The problem <laughs> is Mayim treats Faye yeah. like she's her daughter and <laughs> yeah. kind of ignores Akali. That's the whole <laughs> shtick. Yeah, you're right. Um, so, the Kinku is kind of dealing with the aftermath of everything. They're, trying, they're kind of locked in indecision, trying to figure out what do we do? Do we fight Zed? Do we fight Noxus? What's going on? Uh, Kusho's gone, and now we've got Shen, who I think is supposed to be pretty young at this time, like maybe l- early twenties. Yeah. We might say maybe even late teens, like nineteen twenty. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because Akali's sure. like a, not quite a teenager yet. I don't think Akali's really young here. So, yeah. Um, he's so he's so trying. Shen's young, yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of been cast into the role of like either Twilight leader, but he doesn't really. He's kind of also kind of stuck in inaction, and he's trying to do the whole quiet. I'm going to give you the right answer and think about things thing. But it seems, at least the way I read it, was more that he doesn't really know what the fuck to do exactly, and it's kind of yeah. just like, I know I need to figure out the solution, but I don't know what that solution is. Um, that's really the most part for like what Shin does. There is an action sequence li- a little bit later on where some 
they run into an angry spirit from this big tree and they they kill the physical manifestation of it and then Shin goes into the spirit realm and kills the I don't know the angry spirit stabs it with a sword Um, I think that's mostly it for the Shin part there is it does there's a little mention of him like reading stories to like a cult like like he, to the children, right? He's like reading, like telling them stories about Ionian heroes and legends and shit. Is that right? Like, I thought that was interesting story time with Shin. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. He's just reading the champion bios of other Ionian champs. And then his village was destroyed. <laughs> <when Noxus invaded. laughs> so an interesting point on here is uh, at one point Mayim Mayim has a quote that said a. Uh, this is when Shen was kind of like, oh, we must fix the imbalance. We can't waste time with Noxus. And Mayim is like, the Noxian invasion of Ionia is the root cause of this imbalance. The mounting deaths, the reason why the spirit realm is disturbed. If we are to uphold our role as guardians of the Kinku's mission, we must go to the Navori. It's like, fucking yes, finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's something that they grapple with in the comic, too, is this quite, this idea. And they, they spell it out a little more clearly in the comic that, oh, if the Kinku were to engage in that, they would stop being what they're supposed to be, and they would stop being this, like, gr- like removed, detached, like, arbiter of, like, balance, and they would just become, like, warriors like everybody else. But I don't know what that means in terms of, like, right? why? Why can't they just do that like you said it seems like maybe doing that like fighting noxus will be in service to being the arbiters of balance and whatever i don't know yeah like <laughs> you're doing it for a specific reason and the reason is the kinku mission <laughs> I, you know i i'm sure you could write something about how like engaging in wholesale wholesale warfare like it just changes you and it changes your people and it changes it it like somehow would i don't know cause problems which could you could write that but it's not been written it's i've just been told and like characters like arguing about like well you can't do that because this will happen it's like i don't know will it is that like what the character believes or is that supposed to be like an immutable fact about reality i guess is the 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 issue i run into Mm. with this they have a description of shen in here that i loved uh, he wore a jacket cut short at the sleeves, tucked into a pair of weather-beaten trousers, which really makes Shen sound like a fucking street tough in a gang. Yeah. <laughs> so, sounds, not to bring up, it's always funny, but it sounds like he Mac. Sounds like Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in. He kind of does, though. <laughs> when he's opening. He's doing his contest. Oh my god, that's fucking great! <laughs> Catch you know, everything in a whole new light. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, with balance, anything's possible. So jot that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That was the perfect quote. I couldn't think of one that was the perfect quote to throw in. <laughs> <laughs> Please, someone make that meme for me. <laughs> I'm not good enough at drawing or Photoshop. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I was trying to find the cat's toy. I kind of brought it back, but <laughs> he's being so cute. I know. 
we if we drop out of frame, it's because we're kneeling we're down trying. to pet our cat. <laughs> yeah. He's very cute. Uh, now Shen is also mentioned in a lot of stories. Um, so he is in Between Light and Shadow, another Joey Yu story. This is the one where Shen and Kenan discovered that a loyal temple of Kinku have become corrupted because um, their loyalty to Shen's orders for inaction have caused them to forsake their fellow countrymen, and they can't really live with that guilt, so dark spirits have been feeding on their negative emotions. So Kenan has to go there and fucking murder them until they decide to leave. To be fair, he gives for their them own an good. out. Yeah, he's like, you're you're done. You're they just kick him out. They fire. They just gave him all pink slips, essentially, right? Yeah, and then if anyone remembers, uh, according to John, you know, Kenan then shocked them back to life so they could dig their graves yeah. and then killed them again. Yeah. I mean, it would be in his character in this one because it's also mentioned that Kenan clearly dodges all of their clumsy attacks as if they weren't fucking anything. Um, so he didn't have to kill any of them. He could have just sat there dodging all day and being like, hey, you guys are wasting your time. You didn't want to leave yet? But no, he made the decision to murder folk <laughs> that day. <laughs> you know, I, I do remember talking about this a little. And I will say what you just pitched is way more fun and seemingly in character for Kenan of him not... And also in, in line for like a kinku guy that he wouldn't just kill them. He would instead just take this kind of passive, non-violent resistance thing of like you said dodging around from like the the from dawn till dusk he sat there dodging around until they were exhausted <laughs> right and he's still spry that's a good great. idea you should do that Hiram, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hiram. yeah uh, next we've got uh leaving uh Wale with Michael McCarthy this is the Kali story where she's doing a Kali things mm. um after leaving this is like very shortly after leaving the Kinku so we'd kind of just got a little bit of that background with her fight with Shen there. Uh, then we've got The Heart of the Tempest, which is the Kenan bio by Ian St. Martin, where we just learned that Kenan uh, is the one who actually helped lead the Kinku when Shen was busy sucking. Aww. Uh, then we've got The Master of Shadows, which is a Zed bio by Michael Luo and Ariel Lawrence, where, you know, we just learn more about Zed's history with Shen. Nothing big there. We've got The Rogue Assassin, which is the Akali bio by Michael McCarthy. Uh, Akali, who in, in the bio really admire Shen um, or rather we didn't necessarily talk about it in the bow and the kunai but uh, Akali really admires Shen yeah. in the bow and the kunai mm-hmm. like oh, so I'm gonna grow up and be like that and that guy is awesome now she's done with this shit um, <laughs> so she leaves to do Akali things uh, and then finally the virtuoso which is the Jin bio where we just kind of rehash some stuff from the comics so sure oh I forgot to mention in the uh, the man with the golden cane, I <laughs> said gun or whatever. Uh, Akali, there's another little bit where Akali and Shin are looking at some of the aftermath of Jin's uh, stuff, and I do like Shin's line there where uh, she's like, "Ooh, why? Like, let me go see. Let me go see the cool crime scene." Oh no! Um, and Shin's like, "No, don't do it." Uh, she's like, "Why? Uh, you don't think I'm ready for it?" And Shin's like. Uh, I wasn't when I was your age. I don't know. I didn't do that line very good, but the way it's written is it. actually kind of neat. <laughs> you also froze during it, which was interesting. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's good stuff. I can't wait to hear the full thing when I'm editing it later. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not very good. You can just cut it. Cut this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And speaking of the comic, it's... it's 
we got the comic. The Zed comic for the fifth time. Woo! I'm going to eat an Oreo. Won't it be fun to read it for Zed, finally? Right? <laughs> oh, it'll be so exciting. <laughs> okay, so if you're not watching Oreo. the video, yeah. <laughs> there was an incident with part of an Oreo. You were so excited. This whole bag, all the Oreos are like broken in half or something. And I grabbed the one that I thought wasn't. And then I did the split in half thing with the Oreos. And I was going to eat part of the half and it broke and then just fell on the ground. Was it the cream you side? Or the... This is we how you get ants. <laughs> I'm going to pick it up. Talk Man, about you know how you that. get ants? You have a fucking baby that you're trying to put food in their mouth oh my god and they just fling it all over the god i was scooping up so much watermelon off the floor today oh don't worry the ants are taking care of it for us we're totally fine (laughs) (laughs) we've reached an accord (laughs) (laughs) feast my brethren (laughs) just don't don't sting me don't bite me be out of the house by nine o'clock all the, <laughs> no loud noises, no parties. Give you all the quartered grape you can eat. Uh, yeah, so, so <laughs> comic. I know we've talked about it a bunch. The very brief summary is that... Uh, <laughs> the very brief summary is that uh, Jen is indeed uh, out and about. And uh, he is fucking around with Zed. He's shooting up Zed's people. Zed is kind of trying to get back on the case uh, and he needs to recruit Shen, and Shen initially doesn't want to go along with him, and Jin still just causing problems, and it actually seems to be the case that Jin is doing as much as he can to get Zed to come after him and try and get... He's trying to get them teamed up, essentially. Uh, he's playing matchmaker in his own weird <laughs> uh, weird way. <clears throat> and this whole time we're seeing flashbacks of Shed, Zin... Jesus, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Why we, we shed on that go. one instead of Zen? <laughs> uh, we're seeing flashbacks of them too, back when they were like really young, and and some of their experiences dealing with with Jin, um, and it kind of comes to a head with Shin and Zed sort of fighting, and and Shin wants to kind of ultimately know why is it that Zed betrayed, you know, him and killed his dad, and and uh, and Zed keeps giving him lies; he's not giving him the actual answer. Um, but Akali, who has also been in this comic and was trying kind of trying to get Shin to also go and get Jin, um, has gone off after Jin into Piltover. Um, so Shin and Zed do end up needing to team up, and they need to go in to go help Akali and, and, and deal with Jin. And it comes into a big head, a big fight, uh, where they win, they capture Jin, they don't kill him, they put him back in Arkham. And uh, <laughs> the big the big twist at the end of it all is that Zed so the whole time Zed's been trying to figure out how is it that Jin how did Jin get out right because there's only like four people who know where he is Shin Zed Kusho and uh, Shin's old girlfriend um, who is not a suspect don't worry about it um, <laughs> but Zed knows who it is and it is bah, 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 it's Kusho Kusho is still alive Zed did not kill Kusho Kusho uh, and Zed hatched a little scheme to fake Kusho's death so that he could then take control. Okay, follow me now. He could then, <laughs> from the shadows, lead the Navori Brotherhood in the Ionian Resistance and help like lead Ionia out, like, out of conflict. And now Kusho's been like fucking corrupted by the shadow magic and wants Jin out there, essentially like committing a bunch of false flag um, attacks on people to get everyone scared and willing to kind of unify into a single military Ionian nation that Kusho will then lead. Um, and Zed kind of realizes that this, this is bullshit. 
uh, Kane is here. He shows up, and Kane has a nice little little bit at the end where you think he might betray Zed, uh, but he doesn't. He stays loyal to his master, to, to his his bro, his master. Um, and then Zed and Kusho fight, and Zed actually does kill Kusho at the end of it all. So we kind of we kind of end where we started, where Zed has killed Kusho, but for reals this time. <laughs> no takes these backseats now. Yeah. No, well, who knows? Backseat. It's Rintera. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? It's almost. <laughs> It, it is nice that it's not that he didn't want to die it's that he actually had a little plan he didn't just like choose to not die that's kind of nice in a way yeah like, it's a nice change of pace so well, i do feel like we just read this in the katarina <coughs> exactly I, I i didn't mention it in that revisit episode but it is like the exact same like the exact same kind of twist almost <laughs> um, i will give it up to this comic that it came first so you know it's not their fault um, I guess but, the main difference is that you know, uh, well, I guess in in this instance, Zed's kind of the Swain. I was gonna say at least you get the catharsis of him being able to be the one who actually kills the big baddie, as opposed to the Katarina comic where she didn't even get to kill. <laughs> Swain just flapped in and was like, mm, "Boom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was she was ready to make a heroic sacrifice. I was down with yeah. her. Um, so I guess what I want to talk about with this comic is how different Shin is compared to how he is described and like and depicted in the other lore because this Shin is angry and yells all the time. Yeah. He's <laughs> fucking so- diesel as fuck. <laughs> also that. He's yoked out. Um, they really emotes- widen the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that. He's like, he really, he was really... <laughs> He was really hitting the steroids, and that's maybe that's why he's so angry all the time. Um, oh, no. There are so many panels of him yelling, like his like his mouth open in a full on yell. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. just so different. I, yeah, and even compared. So we were talking about the other story, the man with the golden compass. Um, he. <laughs> That same scene shows up in the, in the comic, but it's totally different. Where in the comic, there, there's no like patience or quiet at all. Shin just attacks Zed, and they fight, and <laughs> the whole conversation happens as it does in the story. But they're fighting at the time, right? And, you know, like Shen just whips out his spirit blade and goes straight <laughs> for Zed. Pretty much, and I guess there is like a difference in the line that like. He he is more willing to engage in vengeance in the comic, it seems, than in the story. He's he's more I don't know. I I do love that near the beginning when Akali's like, Hey, by the way, I just wanted you to know Zed's in the area, so if you want to go get a piece, I'm going there now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, No 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 no, Akali, you don't understand. I don't do this for vengeance. But yes, I am going to go with you because I super duper want vengeance. <laughs> I think at first, at first he's like, I got to go. There's a demon down south. And she's like, oh, is that really more important? He's like, it's six demons. And that is more important. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking demons I got to deal with down there. I'm up to my ass and alligators down there. <laughs> There's so many demons. Uh, you, know, you know what was an interesting I- thing that I had not noticed about Shin in here or in previous readings is that Shin did engage in some combat against Noxians. Yeah, he, I I had forgotten that too. I never, I think I skimmed it because we were. I was like, "This is Shin shit." We'll read it later. Um, so yeah, before Zed even he had been going out and it's very sneakily fighting Noxians and 
fucking up your supply trade line. Routes. Yeah. 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 Which is interesting. I don't know. Another thing that I had forgotten about, too, was that Shen was not even next in line for the Eye of Twilight. His dad picked Zed. <laughs> yeah, I wondered if that was something that was well known, or if that was something that was just because, or if that that was something that was more between Kusho and Zed, because it doesn't come up in a lot of places, and you don't see a lot of people being like, oh, you were never meant for this. You know, everyone yeah, seems I to kind of Yeah, I think it was kind it. of private. Yeah. But I, I think, I kind of like it, because I'm liking, through this comic, the depiction of Shin as, like, there's his his ex, he was he was uh, arranged to, marry, to be married to this lady, um, who actually was in love with Zed, <laughs> whatever, they're all past it now. You know, it's like, oh, when we were young. Um, but she says that, you know, he never wanted to be the eye of the twilight and it's something that was kind of forced on him and when you see some of the way he acts like in the comic he's way more emotional than you would expect um it talks about how when he and zed were first interacting uh, so okay what happens in the scene is kusho has shin who has had a whole day of training and he grabs his like cleaning servant which is zed and has them has zed fight shin and shin just kicks his ass and beats him up like for hours and then finally zed's like finally I see an opening and I get a good hit in and then ladies like later on Shen told me that he felt bad and let me hit and like (laughs) let me hit him right and so the only reason I'm anything at all is because Shen was kind to me in that moment and things it's like Shen maybe really doesn't want to be the eye of the twilight is kind of what I'm seeing from his actions and I kind of like that that he's someone who has found himself in this position and has to do it but like it's not really who he is he's someone who does want to go fight Noxus, you know, secretly, and who does want to, like, show kindness and stuff, you know, and take vengeance, shit like that. So Mm -hmm. I like comic Shen, I guess I'll say. I do like comic Shen. Maybe, like, the comic Shen is what's really happening, and then those stories are, like, what Shen thinks is going on. Like, he thinks he's sitting there being all calm. Right. Like, when he tells the story, that's what he says. He's, like, fucking Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like... I never watched it. Uh, I try to erase it from. Just sits my there brain. talking about like, oh, I have learned to master oh. my emotions, and spends the entire fucking season one just getting pissed off and fucking yeah, up. That was really funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do love issue two when when they do the whole bait where Zed gets captured and then Shen jump. Shen comes through the he breaks through the wall like fucking superman with <laughs> lightning powers crackling and shit i, I thought you were gonna say like the kool-aid man the kool-aid man i thought he was gonna say the kool-aid man too oh, oh yeah <laughs> it's okay. balance time <laughs> someone make that fucking edit please <laughs> We have so many Shen memes. Uh, uh. He's kind of funny. He's kind of a funny, a funny individual. Um, I would like, you know, what I would like, I would like a, I like where this comic ends for Shen because um, I think that's a really neat, that's a really neat thing to eventually get for him to learn. Right, is all the truth around Zed and his dad, and I'd like to see how that affects him, and I'd like to see him change, um, and I would like a comic that was like this, but it was Shen, so we could see more of Shen's like what he's thinking and feeling in his perspective because it is zed it's it's the name it's zed so it's all zed's perspective like even in the bit where they finally catch Jin, i don't think shin says anything it's just kusho and zed arguing about whether or not we should stab this guy and shin's just like sitting there quietly in the corner like oh they're arguing again uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'll get a muffin after this one. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good or even like 
there's another scene where they're they're dealing with the aftermath of one of Jin's attacks. This is when they're they're younger. And it's pretty horrific. I actually think it's really effectively done. We'll talk about it with Zed. But Shen, I don't remember seeing him at all in that entire at sequence. All. The whole scene. And it was very it's a very like it, it totally marked Zed and affected how he like views the whole his you know, the whole world. And I'd like to see what was Shen doing and how did that affect Shen because it seemed really He shitty. was out getting that muffin. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a coffee run. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> with the pizza, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was interesting. So the we 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 read the Akali story back in the day, where Akali just fucking just destroys a whole bar full of like mm. bodyguards and shit. So like Akali, very competent. And then we see Akali fight Zed, and it was such such a non-fight Akali like jumps out kind of has the element of surprise and Zed literally just like bats her aside he's like peh and then he like looks at Shen and it's like she's your student so I'll like I'll let that go but like don't fucking let it happen again <laughs> <laughs> so like it makes Zed seem like really powerful and then the bar scene or the, the ramen scene where Zed goes in and Zed's like I'm gonna stay here because Shen could for sure kick my ass <laughs> if I get even a little bit closer <laughs> It really like you really get the, the the power level of Shen in this makes him seem OP as fuck. I mean, he does beat the shit out of Zed. Like he beats. It's true. The he fucking... is sandbagging a little bit, but still. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. He does. Yeah, but Shen seems to know that he's sandbagging, yeah. which is kind of funny too. I did like right. that there is a bit where Shen's having an emotional breakdown. Essentially, and he's beating the shit out of Zed, and he's like, "You were my brother, Anakin." Like that's nearly right? the exact line. <laughs> You were supposed to bring balance. <laughs> Your midichlorians content or comment was very apropos. Let's just say. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. I also liked, because I almost feel like there, there's a little bit of like a, would you say like a little bit of a Batman thing going on? You get some of that stink off of Shin. You know what I'm saying? They call him the yeah, great detective Yeah, especially when he started point. doing all like that boring investigation shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just walking around, talking to people, looking for ledgers. <laughs> but at least that was only like one series of panels. They were like, they're like, let's get this all condensed down. Here's him and Zed tooling around, asking this guy to ask that guy. It's like playing a game of telephone. Like, did you hear Jin? Is there a guy in a mask around? <laughs> you ever seen that picture of Batman with a megaphone, just like in the streets, just like, has anyone seen the Joker? <laughs> Makes me think of that a little. <laughs> who doesn't notice him? <laughs> Shen is not inconspicuous. Yeah, let me tell you. All uh, league champions, they must stand out so much in this world. They kind of do. Yeah. Kind of do. But, uh, also, Shen really fucks up uh, a lot in this comic, too. Just in, in, in pursuing Zed. Because, like, Zed... Zed kind of has Jin dead to rights, at least at one point in this story. And, like, he, it looked like he was even potentially going to get there in time to, to stop, like, a big massacre if he was able to kind of close the distance in time. And fucking Shen just ults out of nowhere and is like, No, Zed, my vengeance! So stops him from stopping Jin. Jin murders a whole bunch of people. And then... 
again, Zed's like just close enough, like, oh, I can shadow step and I can stop Jin from murdering people. But he notices that Shen, like a fucking punk, has been knocked out from the explosion and is drowning. So he's like, oh, I guess I can't kill Jin. I'll go rescue this asshole instead. Like, you fucked everything <laughs> up, Shen. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, so here's something I had I had not noticed, but I, in reading reactions and shit about the comic... Um, someone pointed out is in issue six and like that one of the very last panels. Um, so this is Zed has killed Kusho and he's like cradling his dead body in his arms in the rubble. So something that's been running along this comic is that Jin has been like comparing, Oh, they're all marionettes. They're puppets. They dance to my tune or whatever. And he's got little marionette puppets of Jin and no, not Jin shit. Shin and Zed, <laughs> who the fuck ever. And in this, that, that panel, um, where Zed is cradling dead Kusho, there's a little puppet that is styled after Kusho and like his old outfit in that rubble. Almost as like, and I saw the supposition that this is a visual clue that everything, including uh, Zed killing Kusho, has all been orchestrated by Jin. And he's this master planner and he's done all of this and it's all gone according to his plan. Even getting captured, even not killing anybody. It's all according to plan. Damn. I don't know. He's the thresh of this area. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. I, uh... Another another thing I liked is that, uh... A- after that whole thing where... Shen fucks up and then... Zed fails to kill Jin. Zed's kinda like, Shen, come on. Come on. And, like, Shen gives... Zed this whole fucking speech kind of while he's kicking his ass about like you have no patience that's your problem you just you walk into traps without even thinking about it and you know you're the reason you're the reason Jin's doing this you know he wouldn't have even come here if you weren't gonna come he knew you were gonna come you were the audience for this whole thing this whole thing is your fault and like barely a day passes and then Shen finds out that Akali went to Pilt over and doesn't doesn't strategize at all. He's like, oh, I guess we got to go to Piltover then. Walks straight into a trap when he was the audience for the entire thing. I think <laughs> like, he has a line literally before he that was like, it's a trap or like or like well, let's not walk into a trap now. And then he rolls like a nat one on the perception and then just like walks right crashes into it. through a fucking window. <laughs> it's like, oh no, my stealth check. <laughs> We've all been there, man. <laughs> That's the thing is, I can't tell is it is it is it bad writing or is it intentional writing around Shin like spouting bullshit, but maybe not actually like living up to the ideal of like what he's what he espouses, right? And I, I can't right. tell. I and trust- it's tough. Like that job is impossible because we. I mean, the only example we have of Eye of the Twilight is Shen and Kusho, and we know that Kusho was just may have been plotting way beforehand to turn into big big evil guy and we've got shen who like clearly doesn't seem cut out for this either like maybe this is just a role that no one can fucking do because it's dumb it you know it's a it's a good question i think what you said is also a good point is that the kusho twist does cast into it casts into suspicion like how how much of because he's he's kind of there throughout the comic at various points in their lives was he planning like 
Like, was he evil the whole time? Was he like, when he was taking Zed under his wing and adopting him into his house, did he do that with the intention of like, this four-year-old will be politically expedient for me later on? (laughs) Right. Or was he genuine and then became an asshole, is I guess my question for Kusho. Yeah. And did Jin somehow orchestrate that too? (laughs) Just a little baby Jin. (laughs) (laughs) Playing with this Kusho (laughs) marionette. Oh, fuck. I love it. Also, we get to see in this fight between Akali and Jin, Akali throws down her smoke cloud and is like, you can't fight what you can't see. And then Jin just turns on some fans (laughs) and blows the mist away like other people in... (laughs) And built over that's, have done. That's why, because Jin took all the fucking fans. <laughs> he robbed the Best Buy or the Radio Shack or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. The Walmart appliance section. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, it's so hot. Oh, where'd all the box fans go? And then there's Jin, like, dance, dance. <laughs> How many fans did he need for a Kali smoke bomb? All of them. <laughs> it's a lot of smoke. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. I, uh, I like I said I like Shin in the comic, um, but I think it's because he's written as someone who tries to live up to it, to the, this title, but maybe is not actually cut out for it. Like that's not really who he is. And I kind of like I kind of like some of this idea of like him and Zed both being kind of kind of haunted or under like. But by by Kusho and all that the Kusho has done in their lives, and Jin even has a line where he says to Zed, "Like I'm free," and in a way, now you are free um, because now you're like you know, he doesn't say it explicitly, but you're out from under Kusho this this weird honor debt that you have to Kusho now because he's crossed the line, right? So in this way, you can go be free to be be the best Zed you can be or whatever the fuck he <laughs> he wants. I don't know. Go kiss Shin on the mouth. I don't know what Jin's actually after, to be honest with you. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Whatever, man. <laughs> I think I think that's it. I was trying to remember if there's anything else from the comic. There's a lot. It's pretty dense. Um, yeah. I think that's all I had for the comic. Yeah. Um, want to hear about some old lore? Yeah, it's canon yeah. Shin, I guess, huh? Yeah. I think so. So uh, the version of the bio that I have here is it. A lot of it's kind of the same, just kind of the uh, you know boring eye of the twilight balance <laughs> bullshit. Pretty Zed though. Does this have the bit yeah. about his dad? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. What about uh, his dad? So it, basically, as the file, the final trial to ascend to the position of eye of the twilight, he was made to attend the uh, Takanu which is a ceremony in which his father was tortured before his eyes to test his resolve. Any reaction whatsoever would have resulted in his immediate disqualification, but he never averted his gaze and never blinked, not once. So, uh, you know, he was ready to be the Eye of the Twilight. And then as the Eye of the Twilight, he must make decisions which would buckle the wills of ordinary men, removing all emotion from the equation. So he now works with his fellows Akali and Kenan to enforce the balance of Valoran. And this hallowed pursuit has unsurprisingly led the triumvirate to the fields of justice. Sure, of course it has. He said it! Yeah, I, I, uh, I remembered that from back when that was actual lore. And I was like, oh man, 
I, back when this was lower, I used to think that was really cool. That was really edgy, but you know, yeah, a little bit. But it is it it is like uh, getting across what like you know what his purpose is supposed to be. I guess this. uh, Sure, there's a way you could write it, and it would be probably affect like work. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) In a single sentence, it's like, oh man, this shit's fucking dark and fucking hardcore, man. (laughs) Uh, He also shows up in two Journal of Justice articles. Wow, less than Chaco. Less than Chaco. <laughs> right? That's uh, just buck wild. <laughs> so, the first one, issue 22, uh, Shen Nakali perform the Tale of Reina at the Ionian Festival of Fire, which is tied to the Blood Moon. So, this tells the story of a legend in which an ancient Ionian warrior is hunted by an evil spirit. So, Akali took the part of Reina dressed in formal Ionian red and white battle garb, and Shen played the spirit that plagued her, adorned with a fearsome mask. Then as the legend goes, Reyna fled the spirit for years, yet it always found and tormented her. Finally, Reyna donned her own mask to confront the spirit, but when she turned to face it, it never came again, frightened away by her strength. I like that this um, is like the old a- like the old AU lore, almost, for like yes. the skins. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do that a lot in Journal of Justice where they make AU lore canon. They actually do it with Shen too with uh, his doctor skin. They made the doctor's one yeah. uh, canon for a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I also like that this is the, the tale of Reina. And I'm pretty sure this was named after one of the writers on the yeah, team. Yeah. I think, I, I, yeah. I was like, that name is really sticks yeah. out. <laughs> Sure, why not, uh, right? Yeah. And these for the record, these are the these are their blood moon skins. This was when they were first introduced. This was kind of is another thing they did. They they would put Journal of Justice articles in when new skins were released to kind of as to act as marketing for the new skins, basically. So this was the marketing for the blood moon skins. Sure. Uh, and then issue twenty six, after after all that shit goes down, um, and the league's validity is called into question. Uh, We get this gem from Shen. The Kinku have reflected upon the League's actions in Kalamanda a great deal. As the days pass, we focus upon one principle, order, oftentimes rises from chaos. To enact judgment upon the situation now would be to strike without true understanding, as it is the purpose of the League of Legends to maintain harmony within Valoran, whether or not that purpose has been fulfilled remains to be seen. The Kinku remain watchful. So their stance on it is like, yeah, okay, we're not gonna, we'll keep watching. Things will shake out, maybe. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it, guys. We're not gonna do anything, but like, yeah, we, we see you. <laughs> Man, the I kink- Twilight, bitch. <laughs> the Kinku are like the embodiment of left on red, like, so much, right? They're not going to respond. They're just like, yeah, <laughs> I see that text. They changed their profile picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we get uh, a few cinematics. One is actually kind of canon. Um, oh, yeah. It's like, you know, it's Legends of Retire, so close enough to canon. Where uh, this is called The Lesson, where it's an Akali Shen story. Akali kind of sees uh, Anoxian cutting down a tree, goes to stop him, 
and the guardian spirit comes out they got to work together to placate it and restore the balance she jumped over ready to kill that Noxian and then realized it was a child. Yes. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, fuck, my bad. But Shen was still ready to kill He was. He was sure. like, yeah, you know, he cut balance. down the tree. It was I balance, think, yeah. I mean, you get what you get. He he had his water spell ready to go. He, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna do some <laughs> little shit, you know. He's, I don't know. I think to me, this is like the closest that they've come to. Like, here's the the, the concept of balance that the Kinku are trying to enforce. Is is, is Here, here yeah. it is. But, you know, this doesn't explain what happens if that little kid had stabbed somebody. So it's like it doesn't quite shake out. <laughs> uh, we do get to see the best Akali side eye ever as she sees the Noxian cutting down the tree and she's like, I'm going to go teach them a lesson. And Shen just kind of like walks behind her and it's like, with your steel. And she's like, <laughs> yeah idiot yeah. <laughs> god dad you're so embarrassing uh, can't believe I used uh, to think you were cool <laughs> we do get a lot of new kind of cool Shen powers here too though so like first of all Shen pulls Akali into the spirit realm on this one which was pretty fucking cool I don't think we get any I don't think we've seen him do that shit before I watched no. this right after the bio and I was like oh that's what they were talking about <laughs> It's like he has KDA vision, kind of. That, like. Oh my god, that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking, Mark. Is it looks like shit? Kali looks like her KDA. Yeah. It's uh. So yeah. Additionally, when a Kali just gets fucking wrecked by the guardian spirit, um, he just kind of, you know, catches her with his magic powers and just like gently lowers her to the ground, and then at the end, he just kind of touches a, a seed. And grows it into this massive ass fucking tree. Like you could just do that. There's seeds everywhere for trees. <laughs> so I mean, Shen's got some pretty cool fucking powers in this cinematic. I do like that. Like I was like, yeah, he can see into the spirit realm. He has like a cool like attack shield, and also he's just got a green thumb like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's can growing he do our yard, s- right? <laughs> <laughs> not looking great god he would not be happy with the balance that we've created in our lawn here's the thing we left it be we let nature do its thing that's balance what the fuck are you talking about pulling weeds spraying poison that's not balance john sure. i'm doing what's best for the environment some daisies pop out kick you right in the nuts you do that shit <laughs> Uh, oh, man. Now, he also shows up in Ignite. Actually, I'll go in order. So he shows up in Road to the Cup first. Uh, Shen's another one of those ones. He's not in the video proper, but he is on the final screen at the end of the video. I think it's actually Impact who's uh, Shen in this, too, because he's, he's got the SKT jersey on, and I think that was the season that Impact was top laner for SKT. So hmm. you see SKT dressed as Shen, or uh, Impact dressed as Shen. <laughs> And then we get the Ignite cinematic, where Shen uh, basically just kind of highlights the play where uh, Shen gets pulled back uh, by Oriana, kind of a, a peak range Oriana alt to to kind of one shot a Shen back when that was possible to do with Oriana to a Shen. <laughs> what a strange state of affairs. Now right. he'd use everything, he'd, he'd still have like three quarters health. Yeah, just walk away. <laughs> right, or just else. do more damage to you than you've just done to him. Yeah. <laughs> One shots you. Yeah. 
You get the comic book version of Shen where he just dashes to you and then you're dead. <laughs> Uses his spirit sword on you. Pours Kool-Aid all over your dead ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a really good series, though. All, all those games were good. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. was, that was the Taipei Assassins game uh, versus uh, Zubu Frost. I don't remember. I, don't, that I mean, all. I remember that play. Like I remember seeing it, I like IRL, yeah. with my eyeballs. I don't. Oh man, I good. saw it with my eyeballs too, but I don't. Remember. And then finally, we got Worlds Collide. He shows up at three minutes and fourteen seconds, uh, right as the two European teams who made it to semis that year. That's right. Two of them made it to semis Ooh. that year, but then they both got knocked out in what was deemed the European eulogy. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, those are some good ass, some good ass meme right there. Right. Uh, but yeah, he shows up there. Uh, I also have some some fun quote facts, or Ooh. not not fun quote facts, just kind of you know, <laughs> just you know, quote 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 quote. quote. Uh, Sorry, huh? <laughs> You're doing really good. Thanks. <laughs> if light travels so fast, how come it's never caught a ninja? Which is a question from the Ask a Ninja website. Man, what the hell is that? Old ass fucking internet uh, old humor. Old ass internet shit. I must be too young. I actually think I have the Ask a Ninja book on the shelf I think, somewhere. I think I had that book too. Man. <laughs> uh, those are the good those are the good old days. That's where like uh, you know, the Sapuku swallowing a frisbee shit came from. That's sure. Good. No, never mind. I thought I knew what you were talking about, but I I don't. I don't that one I don't know. Hmm. That's cool, that's cool. But yeah, that's from Ask a Ninja. Uh, You're already dead, you just haven't caught up yet, is a uh, Kenshiro reference from Fist of the North Star. What's that? That's an old, old anime. Old ass anime. That one where, like, you know, uh, it's got got the powers where, like, a guy can, like, touch you and then just kind of walk away and you just fucking explode. Yeah. It's fucking cool. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, and enforced equilibrium and tread carefully might be an equilibrium reference. Um, he's a, his partner has a quote in there that says, tread carefully, Preston, you're treading on my dreams. <laughs> you know, also the bad guy at the end says that shit too. Now that, so, you know, oh my God, damn, equilibrium is fucking great. <laughs> I can love that movie. It's really it sucks not. so That's hard. So good. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. <laughs> shit, we're getting to all the old uh, shit here. Ask a ninja, equilibrium. Oh my god. Right. Yes. Equilibrium. Equilibrium. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like Harry Potter spell. <laughs> That's how the kid says it. That is how, how the kid says it. Oh really? It's the like weird his, kid. Everyone pronounces it. I feel like everyone else in the movie pronounces it equilibrium, but then his son is like equilibrium. Father, equilibrium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> saw. <laughs> uh, you want to learn about some AUs? Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got a few from Legacy, which are treasures from days long past, glimmering just within reach. Well, okay. This is where Yellow Jacket Shen and Warlord Shen fall into, and neither ever, have any lore. You've ever explained Legacy skins before? <laughs> 
<laughs> is Warlord Shin... Okay, Warlord Shin is good. Yellow Jacket is just Scorpion, right? That yes. was the one that definitely, in the olden days, used to be 100% Scorpion. And they've kind of like redid now, it a yeah. little bit to avoid you know, being sued, probably. But yeah, that's uh, good. it used to very clearly just be... <laughs> Scorpion. Yeah. So what about Warlord Shin? He does not look like Shin at all here. I yeah. like that one. I use that one a lot. It's pretty cool. I, I was surprised they hadn't found like an AU to put that in yet. Mm. Yeah, Seems right. Like could have found something. There's got to be one where it's like, ooh, real world. You know, like the one that the, that Shaka one that we did, where he's got the Korean, yeah, yeah. the the Korean mask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it? World. 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 Worlds. Oh, no, world, world, world of the worlds. Oh. Uh, world of Wonders of the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There got it. it. Is. Uh, I knew it was in that brain. Sure. Uh, next up, we got The Grind, which is kind of the day job one now, mm. and specifically Rift Hospital. Take a seat. The doctor will be right with you. This one is Surgeon Shen. Rest assured, anesthesia won't be part of the operation. Sounds like a bad surgeon. The new splash for this is so cool. Maybe he's just that good. He just like... Yeah, you know, maybe. It's kind of like acupuncture, but like you don't feel it as he's slicing you all the way open and taking your heart out. Maybe it's like, you know, in like an anime or something, they'll like cut and you won't even see the cut. It's just like the dude just... Right? Like after a second. But it's like your, uh, your, your lung's been replaced or something like that. It's like, oh, fuck, my knee just got fixed. Uh. All right, I want to go there. Yeah, right. Yeah, me too. Talk about outpatient. Right. Hey. <laughs> uh, also, fun fact about this one: this was a huge missed opportunity to name the AU Shenrol Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't run the hospital. Okay, he's just a surgeon. <laughs> he could though. They're he writing could. it. They're writing the AU. They do what they want. <sighs> Uh, also, while not directly part of this universe, Amumu, Cho'Gath, Singed, and Urgot have all appeared in Skin Splash Arts, both old and current in it. Not a calling? Not Nurse a calling? Oh, I mean, I mean she, she is, she's part of the AU. Oh, okay. okay the other yeah, ones aren't right. part yeah. of the AU. Yeah, They've just kind of showed up in the gotcha. Splash. Yeah, I misunderstood. Um, and the Rift Hospital skins were canon in the pre-retcon lore. Um... Let's see, we've got Moons of Ionia, which is where Blood Moon falls under now. An ancient cult seeking irresistible power surfaces on Knights of the Blood Moon to perform profane esoteric rites, merging their flesh with demonic spirits and becoming one with an ever greater darkness. This is Blood Moon Shen. The most indomitable discipline in mind and body, Shen's loyalty to the Blood Moon cult can never be shaken. He serves as the personal bodyguard of the group's most important figures, executing interlopers with a cool dispassion, suggesting part of his humanity has already been consumed. Whoa. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. different. It is, a little bit, but also kind of like a little bit like what he is supposed to do with his cool dispassionate thing although in this true, yeah. one that cool dispassion is described as losing part of your humanity so again maybe the role he has just isn't meant for people <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we got pulse fire 
After unlocking the secrets of time travel, these champions are thrust into a far-flung dystopian future. While Chrono Enforcers relentlessly pursue them across time and space, a small few have escaped into history, taking their technology along for the ride. This one's Pulsefire Shen. Over the millennia, Shen has been called many names. Warlord, Trespasser, Conqueror. Even so, his mission to build an army for the ages seems never-ending. Seeking only the smartest and the strongest to join his ranks, he remains untroubled by emotion, casting his timeless gaze over those with hidden potential. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, again, he is successful in this one uh, at being untroubled by emotion, and that translates into becoming a warlord who's trying to conquer all the timelines. You know, I think I know an an Eye of the Twilight who had something similar (laughs) happen to them, except for the timeline Uh, shit. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Infernal? He has an infernal skin? He has an infernal skin. I've never seen this. Scorching an entire world takes unimaginable strength, which is why the Ashen Lord called upon his legions of infernals to lend their flames. From the darkest depths, they each bring their own terrible powers to bear, though not all answer their call with the same burning enthusiasm. This one's Infernal Shen. An infernal warrior risen from the raging depths of the underworld, Shen appears on battlefields in the blink of an eye, shielding his fellow titans from even the most well-organized resistance. And this one has, I think, a a Legends of Runeterra card, actually, because there's a level-up quote for it. Uh, Mortal, why do you struggle against the inevitable? All creatures must eventually turn to ash and be remade in the Ashen Lord's image. Fear not, your death will be swift. Destruction and rebirth arise from the same flame. Pretty cool, I'm gonna ask, and I'm sure you'll tell me. Um, does this interact at all with like his frozen shin skin? I remember there was like a thought that Glacial might be in, technically in the same one as Infernal. Now, uh, no, but I have a, a different interesting, interesting interaction with the glacial skin line. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, so, like you mentioned, he is part of glacial. Uh, the world is frozen, with few left to remember its cause. Old terrors stir from beneath the ice, ready to claim the world once more. The flame of hope remains, but the days are short and the nights long. This one's frozen Shen. Enduring the bitter cold, Shen roams the ice caps with his twin blades, hunting the terrifying demon hidden deep underneath. Now, in this splash art, Shen is fighting Shockblade Zed, which is a different oh, AU right. entirely, which oh. Shen is also a part of. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, interesting. That's what a twist. <laughs> what a twist. He's real beefy in the Shockblade one. He is beefy in I the thought, Shockblade one. I always one. think it's Cassid in that first one. I see him <laughs> for a second. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Shockblade one is technically called Cloud Edge, which really just sounds like they were trying to find other words other than Shockblade. They're like, what is like <laughs> another word for blade and another word for... <laughs> like, could have done better. <laughs> Again, one of those one of those riot meeting rooms they've been in there for nine hours they've got on a big whiteboard 27 words for shock 26 whipped or crossed out it sounds it. more like they like uh, they wanted to uh, revamp the cloud and they're like this is the new cloud cloud edge <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh shit uh, so 
Yeah, this one. Uh, bearing weapons imbued with lightning magic through the deadly cloud ritual, Shockblades <laughs> are an order of mysterious shinobi warriors tasked with protecting humankind from malevolent spirits and monsters. Not the cloud ritual! <laughs> Anything but that! Beware the Shockblades. <laughs> Beware the clouds! <laughs> uh... They travel between the mortal and spirit realms to chase down threats no one else can touch, safeguarding the future for all denizens of the mortal world. Uh, so it's just Shen? It's just Shen. <laughs> but he's got lightning? They're, they're all Shens. <laughs> they're all Shens. <laughs> Too many Shens. Uh, this one's uh, Shockblade Shen. Once half of an elite operative duo for the Shockblade Order... Shen stepped away from combat after he made a mistake that nearly cost the life of his partner, Zed. Now Shed mentors young shinobi training to join their ranks, but his new charge may inspire him to take up his sword and join the fight once more. Oh, shit. His splash is with Kiana, so is that his new... Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> ask. It's gotta be. His new charge? <laughs> <laughs> Shockblade. Shockblade. <laughs> <laughs> The PsyOps one is wild. I don't think I knew he was in this. Mm. I guess I'll skip to PsyOps. Oh, were you not on PsyOps yet? Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's fine. We'll no, do them in the order sorry. that you... No, <laughs> uh, PsyOps. The crown jewel of military black ops, the PsyOps unit are an elite team of psychic soldiers deployed against rogue militaries and supernatural threats. Officially, they don't exist. But when conventional warfare won't cut it and the stakes are no less than the fate of the world... PsyOps answers the call. Uh, and this one's PsyOps Shen. A psychic soldier and field lieutenant within PsyOps, Shen's power is connected to a phantom child that follows him wherever he goes, granting him insight into the, uh, the middens between the living and the dead. Where the boy came from, only High Command knows, and they aren't talking. That's cool. I never looked at this splash before. I did not see that ghost child there. <laughs> yeah. Before. Is it kind of taking the place of his blade in this one? Yes. Yeah, you want yeah. see? I've never seen it in game either, now that I think about it. Nice. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anyone use the skin before. Yeah. It's not, like, new either. Like, the, the cinematic That's for this. 2020. Yeah, this was, this was the... Because uh, there is a cinematic tied to it, too. It's Operation Songbird, where Ezreal, Z, Shen... Ezreal, Yi... Shen and Vi break Sona out of captivity. Uh, we get we get action shots of pretty much everyone in this, or like an action kind of still almost. Um, but Shen, Shen is just kind of chilling in his uh, still. He's got his shield up, and he's just surrounded by fucking dead bodies. <laughs> uh, and also a fun fact about this one: his power level is listed in the computer as ten. In fact. All of the PsyOps units are listed as 10, except for Ezreal. He's a 9. I was He's trying to remember. One. Which one? I know there's one of them that's a 9 we <laughs> memed on. Yeah, Ezreal. Good old Ezreal. <laughs> By the way, on the wiki, PsyOps is between Infernal and Shockblade, and that's why my eye had gone there. You know what I think it is? I go in order on the wiki, but sometimes when you click on a picture, uh, the tag that takes you to the AU... Um, you can't like there's too many tags on it and it's not viewable so then i have to manually search and i save those for last oh, gotcha. okay yeah little little here behind sometimes. the veil 
What you uh, don't so just know all this shit intrinsically. It's not just in your brain. <laughs> At this point. <sighs> <sighs> Someday. Let's see. This is the last one, actually. It's a Fallen World. Many ages past, a great king waged a glorious war to break the shackles of magic on the world so mankind could forge its own destiny. Yet upon severing the final font of enchantment, the king was lost. The foundations of the world crumbled, and his once legendary knights were left alone to madness, ruin, and ash. This one is Ashen Guardian Shen. A devotee of the principles of his now-slain leader, Shen still walks the castle grounds, wielding his master's blade alongside his own. Perhaps some small part of him recognizes, with each blow to his armor from travelers seeking ancient riches, that his guard is senseless. But life must have meaning, even life as endless as this. Okay. Hmm. Those Pretty are the cool. AUs. It's a Pretty... really new one. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just from yeah. March. Yeah. Yeah, that's real new. Uh, I got a few fun facts. Oh, yay. You want them? Yeah. You want them? <laughs> Don't make me better. Everyone say yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Shen means spirit, holy, or deity. Uh, from um, It's kind of got a Mandarin base. Nice. Ionia considers Twilight as a time when dark and light are in balance. Hence why Eye of the Twilight has the sacred duty of watching the stars, exercising judgment untainted by prejudice. That's where it got its fun name. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. it is fun. Yeah. Uh, Shen is between 33 and 35 years old currently. He was the same age as present-day Kali, or about 19 years old when he first caught Shen. Jin. Jin. He didn't catch himself. <laughs> He caught himself God, slipping. So old. He <laughs> Shen's referred to as like old man a lot. He's like ancient. He's right? fucking my age. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah. I thought for sure he was like in his forties. Yeah, right. He, he yeah. Make him make him forty four, right? Come on. Right. Do right. Us a solid. Come on. And then in ten years I'll be like, he's only forty four. Right. <laughs> Make him sixty, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm I'm still baby. <laughs> Pawees. why I'm still baby. <laughs> With my wine. Shen was the first champion to use energy as a resource. Mm. And Shen has never revealed his full face in any skin. Now, obviously, we get to see his full face all the fucking time in the comic. He's just maskless the whole time. But uh, in skins, only Pulsefire even reveals the top half of his head. Yeah. Typically, it's all blocked, but in the other one, he's rocking that, that Kakashi mask, so... You have to for, like, visually, you know? <laughs> He needs to look like a ninja, he, you know? Well, no, he needs to look like Shen, no matter what skin he's wearing. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's some other ones. I feel like that there was a time when that was a really big deal. I mean, shit, they used to sell helmetless kale as a skin once upon a time, That's right? That's true. That's true. Um, but, like, now it's like, whatever. We see so many people without their shit on their face or whoever, you know? <laughs> uh, Get the so. shit off his face, Get Ryan. the shit right? off his fucking... Yeah. <laughs> We're back to shit with Shen. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there were... If we see a Kali's face before the cinematic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I have to look into it. We weren't looking that carefully back no. then. It was like a, 17 years ago at this point. Right. <laughs> we were so young. <laughs> Feels like it, man. Uh, let's see. Shen's Dance is just a, uh, it references the Tai Chi 24 form. God, that's another like old <laughs> thing. Like, Shen's, tai Shen's so old, old yeah. he's doing Tai Chi. Yeah. Oh, like that's what he's the person in the park. <laughs> it's a very LA thing, I feel like, right? <laughs> I, I feel like particularly that. on the old riot, uh, like in the old riot oh, office, yeah. there the... was like a group of old people who did Tai Chi like a couple times a week. Yeah, you see that out in the courtyard a lot. Yeah, yeah. in the courtyard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Shen Pantheon and Twisted Fate were the first to have a global range teleport ability. Back when Twisted Fate had a yeah, global... And, re- and it was just one of his regular abilities. <laughs> fuck me. Uh, both the other two have since lost theirs. Neither of them are global anymore. And then Rek'Sai got a global one. Mm. And then they took that away, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still just Shen now. <laughs> Man, remember when that used to be her old alt? Oh, the old farm she alarm? Just... <gasps> yeah. yeah. <laughs> farm. I forgot about that being her alt. <laughs> oh, that was cool, though. <laughs> it was pretty intimidating. I wish they could have found a way to keep that to at least global keep the, growl in the, the global yeah. scream. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Shen used to gain the Law of Inverse Ninja Strength cosmetic Easter egg debuff, which says <laughs> this unit is a flippin' ninja. Uh, oh, and yeah. ninjas are more effective when they work alone. So for every ninja on your team beyond yourself, you lose one health. So, uh, yeah, whenever he, Akali, Kennen, and or Zed were on the same team, they would lose health based on the number of ninjas that were with them. Hmm. Yeah. And also a little personal fun fact about Shen. He was the first ninja that I played. I'm in like a... Whenever I play video games, I kind of like look for the ninja character. Those are usually <laughs> my favorite. And Shen was the first one who was on free rotation because I certainly wasn't paying money for champions. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try this guy's a fucking ninja. Most disappointing Doesn't feel like a ninja at all. <laughs> of my fucking life. Yeah. Uh, did not have ninja vibes at all. Was very disappointed. Why I was so happy when Kennen came on free rotation. And I was like, <laughs> we're getting closer. I feel like of all of them, Akali's the true one, but yeah. she wasn't on free rotation. But now I love her too. I mean, as a tank specifically. Yeah, as a tank, obviously. <laughs> like you're supposed to play ninjas. Right. <laughs> I mean, Shin set the standard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he he and Singed, I think, were very early examples of the exact opposite of what Riot tries to accomplish in visual clarity. I think they've talked about it since then too where like they really try to make it so when you look at a champion you can kind of get a feel for like how they're gonna play and like what type of archetype they could fill and the fact that Shen and Zed were both fairly scrawny at the time Singed. I, singed, yes. I, what did I say? Zed. Zed. Oh my god. <laughs> it's been a long episode folks. Uh, <laughs> We've said Shen about uh, a thousand times this episode. Right. <laughs> Uh, Shen and Singed were both like very scrawny, but they were both tanks. Uh, it was very counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah, I remember them giving. I, I like you said. I remember Shen being in, in the example um, for that. Like in Ramus, kind of being the the polar opposite, where it's like Ramus yeah. does what he says on you the fucking ten. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's kind of neat. Hmm. 
Well, that was Shen. That was Shen. Yeah. How we mm. feeling? Uh, I think if they rewrote all his stories to bring his personality closer to comic Shen, he'd yeah. be pretty cool, I think. As of now, we have like four different versions of Shen, some of which are cooler than others, none of which are as cool as the comic book version. <laughs> it's like the most realistic and also kind of badass. So, I mean, just 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 move them all to that. Like that. I think that or going really hard <clears throat> on just just stealing the Witcher. Just do the Witcher and just with Shen, just steal just steal it, you know, fuck it. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, the Witcher <laughs> probably stole things from other fantasy I mean, stuff it's, too. It's fine. We're yeah. all just <laughs> we're all it's an just homage. Thieves. Exactly. Yeah. Homage. Yeah. Let's do a nice homage. Like mm-hmm. that's another direction that if I think if they went full force into it, it's like yeah, that could be perfectly fine. Like a vehicle for for ghost story, demon story shit in Ionia. That Sounds would be fun. fun. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna add also. God, is that kind of what Yone's doing? I guess we'll figure out. Oh, when we get you know, closer you're to Yone. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're probably right. Well. It should have been we'll shit. We'll find oh, out. <laughs> we'll find out in three years when we get past the S's. It's I don't think we'll ever get through the S's. We think. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say his voice actor uh, is credited as Keith Silverstein, um, who has a billion credits oh, nice. in, in just fucking anything you can imagine. Guy does yeah, I couldn't work. find that. So. Good get. Yep. <sighs> All right. Well, that was Shen. Thank you so much for listening. We have a Twitter, it's at Loreheads, and a Twitch, twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John streams there on Saturdays. He does TFT and ARAMs with viewers, and then I or John try to get on on Monday. Probably not going to play with viewers, just uh, random ARAMs with friends or norms with friends or other games. We're not sure yet. Uh, We have a YouTube as well. We post clips and uh, unedited versions of the videos of these episodes. So if you want to see me draw my Oreo and pout very sadly, um, you can watch it there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have a discord if you want to join in on some uh lore discussions uh please please do and we have a patreon yeah. thank you so much to all of our patrons mm, but a very special thank you to our madarda tier patrons big man gnomes chloe things king of hearts kiss me mark shupa moustache <laughs> techno robert the gooch slammer and trideka if uh if anything happened to you I would forsake my role as the Eye of the Twilight, and I would get vengeance for you. Don't worry. That's beautiful. Good. Thanks. Good. (laughs) You fucking better. (laughs) I feel like on the Discord, people are calling for accountability and saying that I have to do the things that I that I said. So this gives me the ability. So like, you know, uh, they can't because they'll be dead at the time so they won't be able to see if i <laughs> so from now on <laughs> all of the things you do for the madarda tier patrons they have to die first yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fine print really Great. gets you huh <laughs> we're gonna have no madarda tier patrons <laughs> next week but please be sure to tune in anyway because we're gonna talk about the half dragon shivana 